You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am thrilled to introduce you to Lucy Bonet, who is a manager in IBM Sustainability Consulting Services. She focuses on helping clients across industries transform their business by incorporating sustainability at the core of their corporate strategy, leveraging ESG data, creating new types of products and services, and building circularity into their operations. Lucy, pleasure to have you. Thank you. Very excited to be here. So this is a big deal for me because my first ever computer, when I was a kid, I was in high school in the mid-90s. It was an IBM computer. IBM was the first to introduce me to the internet and LimeWire and Napster and and chat things that you could go on with the dial-up internet. It was it was a it was a big deal. I love it. I love it. So, well, thankfully IBM has transformed its business since, moved on to other exciting things. Um, so we don't do computers anymore, but IBM does software. Right. So we're very big in the cloud and AI and all of that. And then we do consulting where we help companies with whichever technological related challenge. Right. So we solve their problems using technology. And I come in, you know, adding a layer and saying, how do we do that in such a way that doesn't compromise the needs of future generations? That's incredible. I, I feel like IBM will always have a soft spot in my heart. And, and to know that you have pivoted and, and shifted and, and, and developed, it's, it, you almost got the, the depth and the history of being there from early days. So you can bring that kind of maturity and that uh, kind of authority mm-hmm. to the work you're doing now. So tell me, about what, what does it look like typically? Like, I know you maybe can't give the specific client's name and the details, but what does a typical engagement yeah. look like with, with your work? Um, a typical engagement. So it's, it's going to depend a lot, which, which is what makes it very, very exciting as a job because we work with all industries with the biggest players in these industries. And so specifically in the sustainability space, the, the clients we help are at very different stages in their maturity journey. So we're going to help companies that are just starting to figure out what their strategy is, defining their goals, figuring out, you know, what's what's my baseline today? What's my footprint on the world through my activities? Or others, you know, that have been doing that for 10, 15, 20 years and who are more looking into how do I influence my industry? How do I become a catalyst for my industry? How do I build new products? Because my whole company is already, you know, aligned around this, this joint vision. So it can vary a lot in terms of the topics and the complexity of the technologies that we put in place to help them on their sustainability journey. One last thing is, you know, we, we're going to do strategy um, a lot, right, to, to start, uh, which is my sweet spot. And then once the strategy has been figured out, we're going to get into implementation and then operationalization of the solutions. And so, you know, sometimes we come in right at the implementation stage because um, the client already has their plan um, figured out or, or, or not, right? Or early on in the process. That's amazing. Maybe what's one of kind of your favorite things that you've seen happen where you're able to add hmm. that sustainability kind of lens or edge yeah. or kind of advantage to, a, to an organization? Yeah. Um, 
lots of things, actually. Um, I'll give you two different examples that I think is going to make it a bit more concrete to around what we do. Last year, I was working with a crown corporation and so public sector, and they were seeing sustainability as being one of the you know pillars towards which the company was going, strategically speaking, at the executive level. But it wasn't yet anchored into the different working streams, right, within the company. And so one of these big, big, big departments wanted to rally around that vision that the CEO was holding, but but not yet, you know, weren't yet all aligned. And so that moment when, you know, you do a series of workshops and you have these leaders who, who can see it, but don't yet realize how much it, it would impact their own jobs to be rethinking the way they think about, you know, their goals and and their own strategy. And when you see that aha moment, when leaders actually see, oh, you know, my leadership could completely transform in such a way that, you know, would be so much better for me personally, but also right for for society, Um, that pivotal moment of realization uh, of debunking, right? Sustainability is a big word, can mean a lot of different things. When you unpack it with them and make it very tangible, that's always sort of a magical moment for us when people make it make sense for them. And the second example is, you know, doing a, a big project product development in the financial sector where, you know, you see folks in the in the financial sector quite high up in the hierarchy being extremely ambitious and being extremely bold in the types of questions they're willing to tackle, right? It's, it's complicated, right? It's, it's, a, it's a problem we haven't solved. How do we make sure that our activities are net positive in terms of the impact they're having, yet benefiting the business, right? You still want to be impacting profit, but how do you bring in people, the planet, the impacts into the mix? And yeah, no, just working with clients who are bold and not afraid to be asking the tough questions and questioning how they're doing things, that's very, very inspiring. I, I, we've had people on the show who uh, have gone through the B Corp process. Right. And, and a lot of that is is changing stuff internally because it's not just about how many checks can you hand out and get photo ops with, but it's how do you change the organization from the inside out? So yeah. How would you com- kind of compare to some of the work the B Corp's doing? A hundred percent. I mean, that's exactly the same thing in the sense that it's a very humbling experience um, because, you know, you have to question the foundations upon which you've been doing your work for so many years. And, you know, it's not that you were meaning badly. It's just that we didn't, we weren't thinking about the frameworks for any discipline, right? Whether you're talking IT operations, marketing, strategy, it's a shift in a mindset. And sometimes, right, well, change brings resistance. It's not always easy. So it's not, indeed, it's not, it's not just chess. You actually have to rethink the way you do things. That's, that's amazing. And, and doing that work is not a simple process, I imagine. It's, it's deep, right. philosophical, change, mind frame work. A hundred percent. So you have to, you know, part of this, mindset shift is you have to think much more long-term when, you know, the whole comp- the whole corporation is built for, you know, quarterly objectives and rapid growth. And, and suddenly we're asking potentially to delay profits 
on the short term in order to generate much, much more profits, but on the longer term, which requires a lot of stakeholder alignment and a, a complete rethinking of, of your strategy. Another piece of it is your stakeholders, right? I just mentioned it, but your stakeholders, yes, internally, but also thinking in terms of your ecosystem. One company can't change it all. You have to start to be working much more closely with your suppliers, with your partners, even with your competitors to be creating that change you want to see. So, you know, governing these types of collaborations can be very tricky and demand a lot of time, which we don't have, right? So it's it's a lot of tensions to be handling, which, you know, makes it a very interesting task to do. If it was easy, it wouldn't be fun. But um it's definitely something to explore with your whole heart um, if you want to get into it. And tell me about for you starting the Be Green movement in Canada, what that was like. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Be Green is an IBM community of employees where we act as advocates for sustainability, for creating a cultural shift inside the company. Um, so we go across divisions. So I was talking about the fact that IBM has, you know, if I an oversimplification is IBM has its products and then its consulting services. And it's it's a huge company, right? We're, we're at 400,000 employees or more. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. So, and there's so many bright minds. And so we wanted to create a movement where we rally all those folks who actually care to do more in order to leverage our solutions to help IBM accelerate even more on their sustainability path. And that was close to three years ago that that, that it was launched in Canada. Be Green um, had existed in Europe too, in other countries. And so it was really a sort of a global employee movement to actually infuse sustainability everywhere at IBM because IBM had been doing a lot IBM was actually one of the first companies, well, first company in IT to be publishing their um, environmental record in the 70s. And then, you know, winning a lot of awards. And from a corporate environmental perspective, IBM has always been, you know, top, top notch. Now, in its ability to embark the whole company with it, right, and to infuse sustainability everywhere, that's the trickiest part. Um, and that's where you need all divisions to be working together. And so Be Green's intention was really to act as a catalyst and to show that it can be sort of more of a grassroots movement. It helps a lot when employees show leadership that, you know, change is coming from the ground, really. And it actually you know, acted as a booster to everything that was happening since, that's been happening since. It's amazing. So what does it look like today if, if, if someone was to maybe get a job at IBM or, or as a, a regular citizen? What, what does the Be Green movement look like? Right. So, I mean, as a, as a regular citizen, what we do as Be Green, we partner with other NGOs. Yeah. So you could get involved with an NGO that's working with us. Now, it's really internal, right, to, to IBM. That being said, when you join IBM, though, yeah. in your very first weeks, you're going to get a workshop with Be Green, where we're going to be asking you about your vision, telling you about, you know, what IBM has been doing, talking about how your job relates to sustainability. 
so that from the very start, you, you, you start thinking about these principles. And then once you, you actually join um, the community, you can be part of different streams uh, depending on your interests, we're going to ask you, you know, what your what you want to get out of it, yeah. because you know, as all volunteer-based uh, engagement, we want to make sure that yes, it's satisfying your aspirations, but the wide variety of aspirations. So you know, professional, personal, intellectual, and by refining and understanding a bit better who you are, you can make sure that the the precious time you put and you invest with us is fruitful. So, you know, some folks are invested in projects where, you know, we've been building pollinators gardens in in IBM sites all around Canada, where you've got teams building huge gardens that that attracts pollinators so that you regenerate biodiversity on sites. Others have been creating, you know, a full on guide for um, sustainable marketing that the IBM marketing team has now been using for a while, organizing their events to minimize the impact on the environment. A whole lot of other solutions that actually help um, employees incorporate sustainability in their daily lives. It's incredible. So uh, IBM swag, what does that look like these days then? Yeah, so IBM swag. So you've got, I mean, you've got a whole lot of uh, compostable swag. I mean, there's a, the, the totes, yeah. the, you know, recycled fiber yeah. uh, made um, uh, T-shirts, all of these things. It's basically, you know, kind of swag you'd see with the very cool design. And, but, you know, when you're looking at the materials, right, materials, how you're going to use it, that's been rethought. Wow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What are some organizations maybe that you're following or trends you're following that you really admire or look up to at the moment? Um, trends I admire. Well, 
in sustainability, definitely, you know, definitely everything related to um, circular economy, where you've got a lot of folks that are very invested into applying concepts such as um, regenerative leadership or creating a redistributive economy. So how do you make sure that you are creating from what you are taking, basically, and 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 that you're in a full circle. So, uh, you know, they, I follow a lot of the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. They do a lot of very, um, very useful toolkits that they give out to enable people in actually creating differently when they're creating, I mean, product development a lot. So when they're creating products or even, you know, collaborating, And, you know, there's a lot of uh, thought leaders that I look up to in the energy space, notably, we're in summer, right? So looking at the droughts coming up, how can we actually build a more resilient uh, energy system? So I could give you a lot of different names. I really recommend people go and and see the work of Jean-Marc Jancovici. I can send it to you after if you want to. If you want to add it, he does a lot of great work at actually deconstructing the problem in a very approachable way and making people understand, you know, especially around energy, it's it's quite technical. So how do you build a point of view around nuclear energy versus hydrogen versus electric vehicles? How do you actually, it's not all white or, white or black, so how can you make sense of all of all of it? Because that's also what can what can be the problem, right? Right with sustainability, you can hear very different points of view. How do you make your own? So, uh, following these kinds of, of thought leaders who who do a lot in vulgarizing, deconstructing, I think that's that's uh, that's paramount to what we're doing. It's amazing. And what do you think we have it like as a Canadian? Do you end up doing work for people from other countries? And, and kind of what does it mean to be a Canadian in this uh, sphere? Oh, um, it does mean a lot. Um, well, you know, picking back on the topic of energy, right? Um, considering the resources that we have, it's definitely a topic that you want to be un- to, you want to understand if you if you look at the impact that climate change is going to have on Canada on you know potential floods on you know the, the the rise in temperatures in the west it's going to change a lot of Canadians reality in the coming decades and so from that point of view I think it's really close it's really close to home as a topic and the other thing I'll say is, you know, I'm, I'm half French, half British, but I've been living in Canada for the past close to 12 years. So, you know, there's really something that I've always found astounding about Canadian culture. It's the connection to nature and, you know, space is so wide, right? You've got so much space and this connection to uh, wild spaces, I think, gives it something very special about Canadians where they could empower themselves a lot more than in countries where every city is so dense and, you know, you got to drive a long, long way in order to actually get that feeling of nurturing nature around you. Mm. I think that's much more accessible uh, for Canadians. So, you know, I'm I think it's a topic that should be very empowering. Yeah. Um, there's a, an, an organization that I love, um, I think still through the, the trends and, and that question that actually isn't pre- huge in Canada that's called POW, uh, Protect Our Winters. Yeah. 
that does a lot of work with athletes and, you know, very versed into outdoors for all those outdoors fans that will be listening. I really recommend you go and follow Protect Our Winters Pow. They do a lot of great work, really fun and educating at the same time. That is awesome. Very cool. Uh, and for you, it, it, kind of in the midst of your, do, do you connect with other sustainability leaders? Kind of, is, there, is there your role at other organizations? Have you met your peers yet? And- yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm part of the CBSR okay. roundtables. We'll not get yeah. the acronym right, so I'll not, I'll, I won't try. Which are roundtables as yeah. IBM, right? I'm, I'm part of these. And so we, we meet quarterly around topics with, uh, you know, sustainability leaders from, uh, there's other consulting firms there. There's a lot of the biggest companies in, in, in all sectors really, uh, in Canada. And it's been fantastic because it's about an hour and a half of sharing, um, about challenges, about progress on, everybody's sustainability journey that's really different, but finding common grounds and having this safe space, right, where everybody can actually can actually share. Um, and, and you realize that a lot of the challenges, regardless uh, of what sector you're in, are going to be similar. So how can we build off of each other? I think that's critical, regardless of the, the sector you're in, for sure. That's amazing. Lucy, are you ready for the uh, rapid fire round here? Sure. So these are just quick five-second answers, and uh, we'll rapidly go through these here. Uh, what was your first ever job? Babysitter. Yeah, it's great. Uh, night owl or early bird? Night owl, definitely. Cat or dog person? Gonna say, I'm gonna say dog. Nice. What was the first thing that you ever marketed? First thing I ever marketed? Um, I think it was um, the musicals that I would yeah. invent with my brothers. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, I'm actually going to one today that the neighborhood kids have put on. Awesome. Right. Yeah, they're the best. Um, dark or milk chocolate? Um, dark. Favorite word right now? Hmm, favorite word right now. I think I'm going to say empowerment. Nice. What is the last charity you supported financially or with your time and why? It was, it was the SPCA. I've always been, uh, always been quite close to, uh, to, uh, biodiversity and, and, uh, animals care. Um, so I try to, try to help them. What's a movie that you just love? You can watch over and over again. I might say sing. (laughs) Do you know the the Pixar? I love that one. And and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and have you seen Sing Two yet? I did. Oh, I did. They're they're both amazing. Bono shows up in it. It's incredible. Yeah, I, it warms my heart. So, on that favorite song or album on repeat right now? Hmm. Do you know Angèle? Okay. She's a French artist. French artist. Um, really, really awesome. Nice. Should listen to it. Um, if you weren't doing this job, and you're like, what would you be doing with your life? I'd probably be, I'd probably be a teacher. Nice. Uh, I saw you taught at HEC Montreal as well. I did. At one point. Yeah, I very did. cool. Uh, what's an app on your phone you can't live without? Huh. Um, it would be, it would probably be, um, it's called Mind Body. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's a great one. Good choice. Uh, favorite children's book? Hmm. 
you might not know it. It's a French one. It's called Tom Tom and Nana. It's uh, it's it's amazing. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, I trust you on that one. Um, what yeah. is the best thing you ever bought for under ten dollars? Maybe an iPhone charger. Yeah, I think you can find really cheap ones. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be you know my my life would be complicated. Yeah. Um, what's the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? Definitely my ability to speak in public, yeah. you know, that happened when I was younger okay. and uh, I love it now. Yeah. So, That's cool. you know, push through. Nice. Business or marketing book you'd recommend? Definitely Daring Greatly by Bernie Brown. Yeah, great one. A podcast that you'd recommend? podcast that I would recommend. For the French speakers out there, there's one called DIY Generation. Um, talks a lot about entrepreneurs and, uh, you know, uh, change makers, uh, really. Uh, and what about newsletter or website you recommend for resources and inspiration? I think I'd go again with Ellen MacArthur Foundation. You know, um, Bloomberg Green has a fantastic um, newsletter. Yeah, these are... You know, nice. Uh, what's a life hack you'd be willing to share? Well, I mean, I, I think it's about, it's potentially about yeah. optimism. There's always different uh, ways to interpret in a certain yeah. situation, different stories, right? Always asking yourself, what's yeah. the other story? And uh, I try to challenge myself, you know, when I get too convinced into something is usually a sign for me to try and see it from a different perspective so that. I might still be con convinced yeah. after that, right? That's cool. Skills required for this new economy. So the kind of new era, you know, new collar and people working. Uh, what kind of job skills do you look for when you hire? Definitely soft skills where, you know, we're going to be talking about listening skills, empathy, you know, all those skills that are more difficult to teach or to coach um, versus, you know, technical skills. You can train yourself. You've got so many technologies out there. Um, and and we've got, there's great technicians, right? You'll always have an expert. You'll always find an expert um, to be helping you on specific things. But the stuff you can't, you can't coach people on. And, uh, and especially around collaboration um, because um, you can't be succeeding by yourself. So that's great. What's your, just on a side, what's your hot take on uh, Tentry clothing? hats, et cetera, and, and their kind of sustainability model around buy something, you know, or is it, or do you see it more as like a, a marketing technique? They broke the internet at one point. It was actually, the, they, they had the most liked image on Instagram when you, when they were counting likes. And then the next day they announced that they're no longer going to put the like count on pages, but they, uh, you know, everywhere from Ellen to you name it was sharing this incredible image when you, when you liked their image on, uh, I think it was World Earth Day, they planted trees and they've got great shirts and hats. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the more you're able to make people think about it and well, yeah, of course, right? The 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 challenge is always, well, is it gonna be interpreted as as greenwashing? But my opinion on this is as, as long as you spark conversations and you get yeah. people to take position and think critically about it, it's always it, it's 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 already a small yeah. success. Amazing. Great. Lucy, where can people find you and follow you and kind of, kind of track what you're up to? And, and uh... Definitely LinkedIn. And then, uh, I mean, IBM has uh, lots of different uh, pages. If you go have a look at IBM Consulting Sustainability Services, you'll see a lot about the types of projects we do. Um, and yeah, definitely LinkedIn. 
Amazing. Amazing. Lucy, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Marketing News Canada. And we'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.